And we, we, we do try. We do try. To be good. So, so this is like part two yeah. of the last episode. Because mm. when we finished recording the last episode... Did you have loads of thoughts? And went and got coffee, mm. which we didn't do because uh, it was too late. Um, Tell the people that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we drink coffee all the time. Decaf. 7 p.m. at night. Decaf. Caffeine, give me espresso. Decaf. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, I don't... I don't often fancy a coffee at night. Mm. Very, very occasionally. I think once I started doing the one o'clock cutoff, mm. then even mentally I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have some decaf beans at home. Always. Always, yeah. Got it's, it. like, it's like always having chocolate mm. in the house. Mm. You got to. Needs must. Needs must. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, when we cancel, when we stopped last week... Cancelled yeah. when we stopped <laughs> recording, yeah. and then we kind of continued chatting for a little bit, and actually, uh, it was good. Mm. So I made some detailed notes this time. Yeah, good. Do you remember? Well, your poor notes last time. Uh, yeah, no, not my poor notes. Oh. Not my poor note taking. No, I don't remember. Stuart what needs to do better in class. I don't remember what the notes Standard. are. Standard. Because we were talking about change. Yep. And. Um, I, I had this kind of mental image quickly pop into my head of a couple, you know, getting together and it's all romantic and lovey-dovey mm. and it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the uh, honeymoon period. Mm. And they're like, oh, you'll never change, darling, will you? Yeah. No, darling, I shall never change. You know, and then, then like 20 years later, flicks, yeah, yeah. flicks by and like, you change, you dirty son of a bitch. Yeah. Because <laughs> they changed like where they were from and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and... And so then we kind of crept into that idea of actually change is really good. Yep. And in a, in a partnership, if you can be with someone as you both inevitably change, mm. then that's, that's very empowering. Mm. That's useful for the individual yeah. to have someone there who's got their back and that mm. can support them. Mm. It's not easy. No. Um, but this this idea of we seem to we seem to, seem to fear change, right? The the honeymoon couple are like, don't ever change. Mm. I'm going to change. Mm. I don't know what into. Yeah, but it's kind of scary. Yeah, like it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Can you keep the honeymoon going though? If you're both open to the idea of change. Um. Like what causes the honeymoon effect? Is that more of like a lust chemical? It thing. could be. It could be an excitement yeah. of something really new. But then if someone's changing all the time, it's new, right? Yeah. And and the perception is that they're not changing yeah. until it's become such a huge difference mm. from the start that you mm. kind of go, you changed. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I haven't changed overnight, though. Mm. Like, I've crept my way to this. Yeah. You know, you didn't gain three stone overnight. Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be a <laughs> bit of a shocking revelation. You know, Spider-Man got the good deal where he's mm. like, oh, I've got six pack abs that don't need my glasses anymore. Yeah, you, you get the bum deal where you're like, oh, Jesus, where'd this extra leg come from? <laughs> 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 yeah, that would suck. Finding trousers would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to walk around naked for a date. Yeah. Got no clothes Scare. to fit. Be like, where's Chris gone? It's me, Stu. 
I'm just in a skirt. <laughs> kilt? I don't know. It says always a skirt. Can you only call it a kilt if it's tartan. made out of tartan and got a certain amount of fault? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to wear a sporran. Is that the little bag thing? That's the, the yeah. man bag thing. Okay. Yep. Because you ain't got no pockets. And obviously the knee high sock. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Whereas if you get cold knees. <clears throat> sorry for you. Yeah, sorry for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when when is a kilt not a skirt or when there is a skirt? Not a kilt. A kilt mm. kind of thing, yeah. And do they have a, a winter kilt that's maybe a bit longer? I don't think so. Oh, right. I think it's real men were real men back then. Yeah. Well, still are. People still wear them. They do? Mm. Yeah. It's kind of cool if your family's got heritage and colours and... Yeah. Oh, no? Mm. Not convinced? Hesitation? I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like people only only embrace that for things like wedding day. But then if you were so family proud of where you came from, surely you would embrace that all the time. Yeah. Maybe get your car seats reupholstered with your family tartan. Yeah. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. Didn't VW do a bit of a tartan fabric once? I mean, not... The GTI fabric's always been a bit... bit tartan. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I like it. I like your idea. I like your thinkering. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have any. Like if you had a family. Scottish <laughs> Um But yeah, if you had like a family tartan, surely you would try and rock that all the time. Yeah. Get a shirt made out of it or something. Yeah. Or at least a tie made out of yeah, it. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Bow tie. Mm. Watch strap. Ooh, get you. Yeah. Just little things. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, I like that. Yeah, it's my family tartan. Family tartan. Yeah. Watch strap. I like that. Mm. For the modern day. Yeah. For, for the modern man. Yeah. I don't know. You could get some like headphone ear cups. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> you get wrap on your glasses. Maybe. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why the hell why not? Why not? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, change. Mm. Change is a good thing. Inevitable. I, I believe so. Mm. Even I, if you don't want it. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. Either externally, internally. Yeah. yeah. And and weirdly, so often we are frightened of taking action that sh- will theoretically cause change as well. Why is that? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to dispel some of your wisdom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's, my, there's the pocket of my wisdom. I don't know. Mm. Like it's mad, really, when you think about it. Like what are you scared of? Change. Mm. Yeah, but you're changing all the time. Maybe it's the feeling of control around the change. I suspect you are right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. So yeah, embrace the change. Get out your own way. And yeah. Maybe actually the change will become easier. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get out of your own way though? Because oh, I, I was chatting with a, a tough with a chap last night and um he, he was the first to kind of go, I just keep getting in my own way. And, and why? Yeah. Like, I don't know why mm. I keep getting in my own way. Yeah, man, why are you doing that? Like, just stop yeah, yeah. it. Easy thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, literally, he's just anchoring himself and finding excuses not to do mm. certain things and mm. then kind of going, why do I keep doing this? And then, like, just tumbles round and round and round and round yeah death spiral yeah, yeah kind of like realization i keep getting in my own way let's talk about it for a bit mm. oh fuck there i am again getting in my own way 
Is this a PT client? No. Oh, just no. Just a just a nice chap. Mm. Um, it's interesting that he knows he's getting in his own way. Mm. That's quite interesting. I, I think he's been aware of the story, mm. you know, enough to hear hear what he's saying okay. and kind of go, oh, "That's baloney!" Like that's like I can hear my own bullshit. Mm. Okay. And recognize that it is bullshit. Sounds like he's on the right track yeah. at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just breaking through. Yeah, just that final push. I think maybe he just needs like a small win. To Massively. show him the power of getting out your own way. Massive, certainly. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Needs a small, yeah, mm. absolutely. And then try and keep that momentum going. Kind yeah. of thing. Don't know how he's going to do it. Good no, luck to him. I don't, I don't know. We'll get him on. If he gets out of his own way, we'll have to get him on. Yeah. Just to chat about like the whole experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a really smart dude. Maybe that makes it worse. Maybe. Smart people seem to hinder themselves more than less smart people mm. yeah you so dumb you don't see it coming yeah yeah yeah, sweet. yeah 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 like they just achieve stuff because they don't overthink it and yeah. they just yeah what yeah, were you off. thinking when you did that literally nothing yeah just sent it <laughs> <laughs> yeah damn yeah yeah too smart for your own good yeah now, another question I had. Mm. What what defines something being a supplement? Damn you. Um, I don't know, because surely technically anything you put in your body is a supplement. Like it's changing the chemical makeup and and store amount of certain chemicals and vitamins and stuff yeah. so surely everything's a supplement yeah right but i don't know no is it because it's so refined to the point where that when you look at it you can't see where it came from Ooh, possibly yeah um yeah that would make sense mm. yeah because all supplements seem to be kind of pills or powders Maybe yeah, they're they're a concentration yeah. of something tinctures 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 yeah yeah something like that so yeah. maybe something like that it's it's been See. so stripped of its natural embodiment that it yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah yep that would make sense okay. yeah it's like either it. a right. very concentrated version yeah. or yeah absolutely yeah cause, uh, so the reason this popped into my head the other day was um, I've just decided in my uh, wisdom um i'm gonna start taking a bit more coconut fat regularly okay so i use okay. coconut fat all the time yeah, well, not, with it. yeah sometimes and then butter and then lard okay. and all those kind of things and i just thought oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna just up my coconut fat consumption like a teaspoon a day okay like that yep. much five days a week why not every day um it's good uh um anti uh, microbe, microbial effects in the gut. Okay. So it's good from a gut yeah. biosis perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously good fats. Yeah. Is this to stop the late night snacking? What late night snacking? I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. But I remember when you... Wake up at 2am. Yeah. So when your kids were a bit younger, if they were hungry before bed, you'd say you can either have water or coconut yeah. oil. Yeah, we gave them fat. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wondered if maybe you're trying to punish your own self eating too many biscuits just before bed kind of thing. Don't, 
there's nothing wrong with that cookie and the milk before bed. That's, that's high protein. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it was just, yeah. And I thought, so I've turned coconut fat into a supplement because of yeah, the, the frequency of taking it, yeah. the regularity of taking it. Have you started? Uh, no. Okay. I kind of I did two days and then forgot. Okay. And so it's like, oh, yeah, okay. How long are you going to do it before uh, you like reassess the situation? A couple of months. Wow. That's a while. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, it's not a huge amount that I'm taking in. True. Yeah, true. Also, you, you do already consume some. I do already consume a little mm. bit. Yeah, cook with it and mm. stuff. I don't, I don't take it just by the spoon or in, okay. in coffee very often. It's not that nice in coffee. No, if you you have to add a bit of cream to it to okay. kind of lose the greasiness. Yeah, that, the that, separation, the film on. Top. Yeah, it doesn't mm. blend. It doesn't blend. No. Pure coconut fat doesn't tend to blend. No. I think MCT oil is better. For it, that, it is a little bit better, but you still blending. get that weird. Yeah, layer. Yeah, yeah. oiliness when you sip it. And yeah, you're like oh, something behind that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah, people accuse you of wearing lip gloss. Mm. Like that. No, I just bulletproofed my coffee. Mm. Do you believe in that? Mm, def- okay. Define define that. The use of MCT oil as like a positive, uh, just the use of MCT oil. Well, I mean. To bulletproof coffee, like is it really going to negate some of the slightly more negative effects of caffeine? Adding fat to your coffee helps oh, right yeah helps absorption and, yeah and all those things. Okay. um as as far as i can make out from the history of it is that it was a it was a thing done by monks where they would add yaks butter okay. to it um to make it more filling more nu- right. nutritionally dense okay. and in turn it helps slow down you know caffeine absorption etc have you tried the yaks butter no oh. no i've never milked a yak <laughs> Just in the garden. (laughs) You got chickens? I've got yak. (laughs) It's an interesting animal to. Yeah. Obviously, if it's what you got, it's what you're going to use, but it's just an interesting animal to milk. Well, I'm sure. (laughs) Pull on the right bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, adding fats Mm. certainly has some benefits to kind of how your body's going to receive caffeine. Okay. Um, you don't need to use MCT oil. Okay. In fact, um, some people suggest that MCT oil is lacking mm. some of the essential fats that, you're, that you actually need from coconut fat, as an example. Okay. The difference being is that one of the primary things you're removing from coconut fat with the MCT is the flavor mm. and the smell. Mm. Which is, I think that, I mean, I don't know for sure whether that's the origin and reason why MCT is a thing or not. Okay. Like, I don't know why it's a thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've used butter in coffee. Yeah, that's disgusting. Mm. It's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. yeah, and requires blending. Yeah, it does. A lot of stirring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of have to stir it just before you sip it and yeah, keep going. Yeah, even better if you can bosh it into a proper blender. Oh, right. Actually, like zhuzh your coffee Yeah, up. yeah. That, that actually makes quite a difference. That's going to destroy the crema. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like if you put it into like a, 
like a Nutribullet mm. as an example. Okay. So proper. Yeah. Okay. Load of butter. Your yeah. coffee goes in there. Give it a big old zhuzh. Yeah. And it's it's quite a different thing actually. Okay. Mm. Would you still put cream in it? Yeah, you can if you want. Oh right. No reason why not. Sweet. Yeah. yeah uh, what I mean, I tend to, if I am contemplating the butter into an espresso, get the cup hot enough that the fat melts before you then pour in the okay. uh, yep. espresso shot. Gotcha. Yeah. I've been doing it the other way around. Right. So I like pull the coffee first. Yeah. Then put the butter in. Yeah. And I'm obviously doing it the wrong way around. I've just found it kind of congeals. If, it, if it's a liquid, if you can get it pretty runny mm. you know the fat pretty runny before mm. the shot goes in tends to just mix in a bit better okay. coconut fats just yeah just repels water that stuff yeah yeah it's incredible yeah it's never mixing yeah. are you using salted butter unsalted yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah salt salt yeah mm. yeah i'll have to try that now yeah okay i'll report back i know a few people who used to add salt to their coffee rather than sugar they'd, they'd add salt like you know yeah quarter, i could see it. quarter teaspoon yeah, yeah. of salt yeah Apparently we don't ingest enough salt. Or if we do, it's the wrong, wrong type. Wrong type, yeah. yeah. But we need salt for like our cell function to be mm. optimum. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can believe that we're taking on the wrong type of salt. Yeah. And then you just carry too much water and feel bloated and mm. disgusting in the mirror and stuff. Yeah. It's just because you've too much salt. Mm. Yeah. Table salt, horrible. Mm. I did watch a video of a guy who he had gone to like some artisan salt makers Ooh. i don't think you can really call them salt makers salt farmers yeah um and he got a bag from them and then he took it away and turned that into gourmet salt so normal like artisan salt still has quite a compact crystalline structure yes um basically like a little rock yeah, yeah rock salt yeah. um and then what he does is he took like uh purified water or well not purified water but good quality water put salt in it and then saturated the water with the salt and then evaporated it. Ooh. And then what happens is the, the salt crystals begin to form together and kind of make um, almost like pyramid-like shapes. Wow. Um, but then that changes the whole kind of taste and feel and of the of the salt. So yeah, gourmet salt's expensive Damn. because you're paying for someone to do that. Um, and it has a time and a place when cooking. So you'd normally put that on top of food that <laughs> is cooked. Yeah. You wouldn't put it in food yeah, to yeah. cook. No. Um, that was really interesting. Yeah, that was a. I lost like two hours watching this guy's YouTube videos, <laughs> um, but it was really, really interesting. Yeah, he's a. I think he's an electrical engineer that is now he's French and he he loves food and he wants to perfect certain foods. Mm. So he went down this whole route of wow. salt, and he made his own gourmet salt, and he went down this whole line of trying to make his own pasta. <laughs> And it was really interesting to understand the complexity of drying pasta. Mm. There's like a, a real art to it. Yeah. And then he was also going down the line of uh, doing ramens and stuff. Well, really interesting. Huh. If you're interested, his YouTube channel is just Alex. Yeah. Okay. He got there so early. I was going to say, yeah. He managed he, to just get his first name as his YouTube channel. Well early. Yeah. Dude. Really interesting guy, though. Really interesting. And he explains everything really well and mm. it's not technical or anything like that. And he's just, yeah, he's a bit Wicked. he's a bit bonkers, but in a good way. You need people like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's lucky enough to to kind of go 
either work with like true experts or get their opinion and, and help and stuff. So that was also really interesting. Wicked. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to watch the salt episode. Yeah. I want to try and make some. Ooh. What what does the base ingredient have to be? Don't say salt. Like what type? Sea salt. Well probably Himalayan. Right. Definitely not table. No. No, that's not salt. No, it's not salt. Um the best quality natural salt you can find. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And he talks to you about ratios and stuff as well when he's making it. Fair enough. Yeah. So you could turn, I think, what would have been 30 cents of salt into about like three euros worth of salt by making it gourmet. Wow. But that wasn't his plan. He just wanted to make really, really good salt for himself. Yeah. Yeah. But just the way it forms in its like crystalline structure was incredible Hmm. because it doesn't, it's not solid. It forms in like a, a shell. But it's just amazing how it almost forms pyramids every single time. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's incredible. Okay. What was he using as his base salt? Um, he had hooked up with um, probably the the longest running French artisan salt farmers. Right. Um, the salt marshes were originally built in like the 1400s. Right. And they're still continuing to use them today and stuff. So... Um, they've got an elaborate kind of gate system that allows the seawater to flood the marshes mm-hmm. and then the just the perfect environment of sun and air mm. that then evaporates that water and they're left with, with mm-hmm. salt and they kind of skim it and, and yeah. do yeah. all that sort of stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I can't remember the brand. I've always sort of been told that you need your salt to come from wherever the cleanest water is, mm. obviously. Yeah, so this was... West of France. Right. The west coast of France somewhere. Yeah. Mm. But it's just incredible that these salt marshes were built 1400s and they're still being used today. Yeah, wicked. They haven't been changed at all. It's still a very manual process. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, they do actually produce gourmet salt, them, salt themselves. Right. Um, but very, very small batch. It's very, very expensive. It can only happen like a couple times a month hmm. because you need the right... Um, weather conditions for the salt to naturally form on the surface of these salt marshes. Wow. So, yeah, it was incredibly interesting. Hmm. I should check that out. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Come was good. R- roll on a YouTube uh, rabbit hole. Yeah. I also think, like, your kids would really enjoy it. Yeah. Because um, he's just, he's doing some interesting stuff. Like, he took a food dehydrator, mm-hmm. um, and he's now trying to turn this into a um, pasta dryer. And he's learning all of the the issues with humidity and airflow and mm. space and volume and mm. stuff. Really, yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. <laughs> Dry, yeah, you know, drying food, roasting food, all that kind of stuff is actually... It's an art. It's, a, it's an art. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm. Yeah. And then I think he goes to Italy to go work in a, in a pasta restaurant for a day. Um, and what he learned in that day, he was like, right, I'm going to have to stop my production of pasta for a while, rethink everything, and then come back. <laughs> yeah, turned out like volume of air was one of the biggest things. So this restaurant, they made their own pasta, they dried their own pasta and everything. Mm. Um, in their drying cabinet, the airflow apparently was like incredibly strong. Obviously you can't, you can only see it. You can't, I couldn't feel it myself. Yeah. But he was like, maybe that's where I'm going wrong. Because he's used four massive PC fans, which right. are good airflow, yeah. but not, he kind of described it like it was a mini 
indoor diving, uh, skydiving fan. Oh, wow. I think like it was strong. Yeah. And then the trick is you can't do it with too little pasta. Yeah. You have to like have the, the cooling chamber like overflowing with pasta before you dry it. Wow. But it turns out that dry pasta is like the holy grail of pasta. <laughs> well, I always actually thought it was the slightly fresher, mm. more like moist pasta. Yeah. So when you go into like Waitrose and stuff or any other supermarket, um, they kind of, I don't know, the the stuff that you find in the fridge in the bags, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that must be the good that stuff. That must be the good stuff. Nah. Dry pasta. Yeah. For the people who know, the the cultures that know about pasta, dry pasta. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I think I made the same assumption that the, the wetter stuff in the bag will be... Mm. Mm. Just cooks a bit faster. Yeah, mm. of course. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It was so good. So interesting. And it's not like I can't remember that chap's YouTube no. channel, is it? Yeah, just Alex. Alex. Yeah. Genius. Mm. Everyone else has got like really long... Yeah, <laughs> elaborate names and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you finally check out that M3, uh, M539 restorations? Yeah, I started watching it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just being recognized by BMW's own classics department as like an individual that's doing great things for the brand. And oh, stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Great videos as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Puts a bit of German humor into it. If you would have thought that was a thing. There is such a thing. Yeah. Germans have a sense of humour. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good. I mean, with some of these cha- YouTube channels, like, you know, the content itself is quite long. Mm. And then kind of think about the whole editing thing. Mm. Oh, it must take for ages to sort this stuff out. Mm. But I guess that's the job, right? Yeah, like it job. gets to a point when it's yeah. the job. Yeah. But while you're building it, yes, that must be a pain. Yeah. I'm just thinking about when we finally start filming these, we're going to have to go down the same, mm-hmm. I mean, less editing because obviously it'll just be, we're not going to be cutting shots and stuff like that. It'll no. just be like two angles and, yeah, and yeah, simple. Yeah. yeah. But these days I think, um, I was, I was, it was dra- drawn to my attention yesterday about uh, a uh, AI video um, platform. Yeah. So you, you give it the video, it then chops mm. it up and all mm. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, I was looking into AI, um, kind of like podcast editors. Mm-hmm. So you feed it the file mm. and it will take out the like the pauses and the, the ums and, and all the filler stuff that oh, apparently yeah. like decreases the quality of a podcast. Yes. And it does that all automatically, optimizes the sound and stuff and, and spits it out. It's clever. It is clever. And it wasn't actually that expensive, but I was just like, no, I'm not interested. No. Not at the moment. It's the only way to tell if someone's a real human or not. If it ums and ers and... Maybe. Laughs really badly into the microphone. Yeah. And Bit of like lip noise and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Came across another article that was... Um, was trying to throw out the idea of would people be comfortable with an AI therapist? I think they would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just someone to listen to you and and ask those leading questions that you go discover yourself because a good therapist never tells you what to do. They help you discover it. Yeah. 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 But then more and more people are calling for the 
global halting of AI development. I, I guess that's, I don't know, is that inevitable? Again, like we're kind of coming back full circle a little bit now to the change mm. thing, right? You know, is it is it too late already? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Apparently like this expert on AI, I can't remember his name, I can't remember where he works. Um, but he was basically saying that, AI will get to the point where it just views humans as a collection of atoms that can be used for other things. Cool. Yeah. So that's kind of very Terminator-esque. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what they're ultimately worried about. So the lack of constraint around the reach of AI. Mm-hmm. Because it was that thing of like, just go create and see what happens and then we'll rein it back in. Mm. But how do you rein something back in that's already unleashed itself? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, chat GTP will write code for you. Yep. So we're now beyond the point of computers not being able to code themselves. <laughs> it's a little bit scary. <laughs> and then he made the analogy of if we got into a, a war with AI, it would be like we're in the like 11th century and AI is in the 21st century and we would be trying to fight each other. Right. So we're chucking spears and arrowheads. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I think would be the saving grace would be the the need for power. Right. So robots are not quite there yet that an AI could say, right, go fix that wind farm or mm. that sort of thing. So that's probably the, the saving grace at the moment. Yeah. 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 Who yeah. knows? Not far. Not far. Or it might be really far. Yeah. It might be one of those technologies that just disappears. Yeah. We lost yeah. that technology. You know, yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah. It could like kind of reach a roadblock and actually they don't know how to progress it mm-hmm. past the point of mm-hmm. kind of um, artificial intelligence mm. rather than general intelligence. Yeah. 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 Um, talking about things coming to an end, I see um, Richard Branson's um space company has just filed for bankruptcy oh has it yeah oh he's quit yeah would he hit the dome uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> oh, i actually watched another video on how the humans mapped antarctica oh that was really interesting took years and ultimately it was only the development of satellites that allowed us to really do it because there's, it's such a barren wasteland but there's controversy to that isn't there there is yeah, because there obviously. are there are old maps that show. Yeah, so it was it was mapped. Yeah, but it took like three hundred years for humans to actually kind of have mechanical boats and things that would take them past the icy surrounds of it and and just the the barrenness of of nothingness down there. Mm. Um, again, I'll try and find it. It was actually quite interesting. I should have sent it to you. Um, yeah, like this one the guy who got the closest like back in the day, his voyage was three years, two mm-hmm. ships. Um, and he only like just started to map out certain like corners of it. Yeah. Yeah. There was just recently, um, I, I believe someone was about to do an expedition, mm. um, like walk to the pole. Mm. Right. But um, mission impossible were filming in Antarctica oh, right. without um, 
approval. Yeah. And so the whole place has been shut down. Right. Okay. So like this guy who was going to be doing off to do mm. this expedition thing. Sorry if you. It's like that. No, it's cancelled. No, no one's coming. Because uh-huh. Tom Cruise has been here filming and he shouldn't have been. Bad boy. I was surprised on that actually. Yeah, there was it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Damn. Because he's normally quite good. He's normally quite good at these kind mm. of things. Even even he can't get to see it. Well, he probably has. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they discovered something. Yeah, probably. Mm. Who knows? Why not? Whilst filming. Mm. We just need an aeroplane. Sure. Mm. A drone. Get me close. Fly a drone. Yeah, but I mean, an aeroplane, at least we could settle from a land mass relatively close and I could see it with my own eyes. Do you reckon they shoot you down? Don't know. Because there's a They lot. might fly jets to intercept you. There is a lot of bases. It's all scientific. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's scientific. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, anyone got a jet? Yeah, if anybody, anyone does. Anyone got a plane? Maybe weekend away. Yeah. 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 Possibility of being... Shot at. <laughs> yeah, or or escorted back to a military base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then some questions asked. Could be fun. Could you imagine? Yeah. Be brilliant. What were you doing? I just wanted to have a look. Yeah, just being nosy. <laughs> it's like when someone puts up a really big fence. Mm, what you are you like, hiding? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to see. Yeah. So apparently the, the treaty that was signed about Antarctica that basically said like no one can go there was because um, countries almost entered a race with one another of who could map it first. Right. And then people started claiming land sections based on where they had mapped. And this was obviously beginning to turn a bit ugly. Mm-hmm. So then they all kind of banded together and said like, no, this one landmass will not be owned by any one country. Mm-hmm. So no one can stake claim. Well, and everyone signed it. Something like, yeah, some, well, a lot of countries signed it. The big players signed big it. Big boys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a good video. It's interesting, you know, as a, as a place. Incredibly, yeah. It's kind of the, the last landmass that was discovered by humans. Yeah. And yeah, it's not exactly a tourist location. No. Yeah, a lot of people died. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, tough living. Proper barren. Yeah, yeah. You got the old bastard to live out there. <laughs> Just have good clothing. Good clothing. Mm. Yeah, like that. Forever, f- lifelong jumpers or whatever they are. Yeah, I can't remember. Last forever. Yeah, because they're made out of every indestructible material. Yeah, in the world. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that company that. Yeah, yeah. They make some crazy stuff. It's all expensive, but I guess if you lived in an environment like that, that's oh, what you need. Yeah. We're not really designed. Maybe we are. Maybe we just became soft. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely soft. Mm. Yeah. How long do you think it would take to adapt? To what? That type of environment. To so say you went from here in the UK and then you then went north into the Arctic Circle. Mm. And you were like, I'm going to rock shorts and no shoes. How yeah. long do you think it would take to adapt? Oh, I, I really don't think it would take that long. Do you not? No. Really? You know, I think... I would have thought it would be a couple of years. I think the body can be... 
Incredible. I guess, you know, all yeah. the tech, you'd have to use so many different like kind of techniques and methodologies mm. to uh, just kind of control your body. Mm. Um, which if you've got those, if you've got those down. Pretty quick then. I reckon, yeah, I reckon mm. you can get hold of it pretty quick. Mm. Again, when you listen to people talk about, uh, you know, they decide they're going to run a marathon every day for six yeah, months yeah. or something. Yeah. And they just decide to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just decide this, what I'm going to do. And they're not always good runners either. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they kind of go, yeah, the first four were really tough. And then all of a sudden mm. my body went, oh, this is what we do now. Mm. Cool. This is, yeah, this is us. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a, a thing. Really? Yeah. I saw a thing the other day. Some guy ran 86 ultra marathons, 86 consecutive days. Jesus. And it got to the point where like a couple of days is like feet would be bleeding yeah, and I stuff, bet. but he was like, got to do it. Yeah. And he, he just didn't stop. He just cracked on. Yeah. Forrest Gump, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think, I think the body has just a huge potential to adapt really quickly. Mm. We just, Fear change. We fear change. Yeah. Yeah, we fear change. We're told it takes a long time. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't know if it does. Mm. If, if, again, like you say, if you've made the decision, mm. no, that's it now. I'm done with all that. Yeah. Um, this is how I'm that's doing what it. I'm doing. Yeah. But it just, for most of the time, it just needs that big mental yeah. kind of shift. Yeah. Mind over matter and all those good things. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, don't negotiate with your brain. Yeah. No, this is where we're going. It's interesting that that's kind of the only person people feel okay, like letting down. Yeah, themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, I'll do it tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, and they say that's kind of one of the benefits of cold exposure. Well, because you teach yourself that. Yeah, just get this, this done. It. Yeah, I, I'm making the decision. Yeah, if you actually ask your your yeah, of course you're going to part of no. you. Yeah, do you yeah. want to get in this really cold bath? Nah, no. Yeah, but if you're just like, this is what happened. Yeah, yeah, we're getting in. Mm. Oh, oh no, we're in. Yeah, yeah, and then it's over, and you're like, oh, that wasn't actually yeah, that bad. How do you feeling? Yeah. I'm feeling great. Yeah. See, mm. wasn't that bad, was it? Got to get out your own way. Got to get out your own way. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, at the weekend obviously Amber went back on the lake mm. and the first time when we were on holiday and Amber learnt the whole water skiing mm. thing I think Oscar went in the boat once mm. you know and, and then he was like yeah I don't want to don't want to go again mm. and every time since we're like do you want to go on the boat and he's like no why not just don't okay. it's not really a good reason so yeah, yeah. like give me a good reason don't know don't want to Okay, cool. We're not going to force it. Not going to force it. Yeah. And obviously, uh, the weekend came, and Amber was really keen on him to come on the boat. She's like she was mm. unusually um, demanding. You know, she was like, mm. "Please come on the boat." Mm. Like normally, she would just let it lie. Mm. I was like, "Okay, dude, I'm afraid you're coming on the boat," mm. and he didn't. He still really didn't want to. Okay, and you know, have to give him the parent look. Yeah. You're getting on a boat. Don't make me drag you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> look good for either Don't, of us. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us are gonna look not not great. And so he gets on the boat and then he couldn't stop smiling. 
Oh. And you get off and you're like, that. how was it? Mm. He's like, yeah, it was great. Okay. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, if I say no next time, please force me again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How interesting. And you're like, yeah, you know, there's the psyche right there. Mm. And it's, it's no different. We're no different as adults. Mm. It's just, I guess, as a child, you do have that option, you know, and, and maybe you have the benefit of a parent who's going to force you to do something that you don't really want to do, but they know you well enough to know mm. that you're going to enjoy it. Mm. And if you don't enjoy it, it's not going to last very long. Mm. Like, you know, suck it up for 10 minutes. Yep. Get out there. Yep. But you've got, you've got to be that person to yourself, right? Mm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't even think I'm going to enjoy it. I can do it anyway. Mm. I always found like the the exercise, the days that I really didn't want to exercise and I exercised, those were the best workouts. Those are the best workouts. Yeah. Explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not explaining that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Or, or the, the day runs away and you're like, damn it, didn't get my workout in. Mm. Ugh, it's not happened. I don't want to do it right now. Mm. And then you force yourself in there. Oh, damn, that was a good workout. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So I've actually kind of started thinking when I dread something, when I when I don't want to do it. That's when you do it. Yeah. I know I'm going to enjoy it more. I know I'm going to get more out of it. You know, if if that was, you know, your processing in life, wicked. I Mm. think. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. As soon as you feel a little little dread, Mm. a little nerve inside that says don't do it, you Mm. crack on. Yeah. You push yourself. Ain't no one else going to force you to do it. Not anymore. No, not anymore. No, I'm a big boy now. You are. <laughs> As my father would say, you big enough and ugly enough. <laughs> my father would say something, pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah, there you go, peeps. Mm. Just embrace a bit of change. Do what you don't want to do. Yeah. Get out your own way. Get out your Just own crack way. crack on it. Yeah. Yeah. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, cafe? Yeah, I understand. Let's do it, cafe. Mm.